Aspen Heifer Show. What's up, everybody? The Heifers are in the building. Thank you guys for tuning in. Apologies for us being late. You know, we go on Instagram live. On Negro time tonight. We on Negro. We've been on Negro time for the last two weeks. I feel like Rodney Perry today. (laughs) I love you, Rodney. (laughs) But I was just like, we go live to warm it up, let everybody know where we're going to be at. Um, But we are running a little bit late. But hey, needless to say, we all here. Thank you guys for joining if you guys have not hit the subscribe button, please hit the subscribe button. Make sure you share and like the video. If you're on Facebook, what's up? You know, you, we love those stars on Facebook. And we're going to get our YouTube monetized soon. Tonight's special, Rocky. I know. Why, why are you just so on? Because I got a feeling I'm going to be attacked tonight. Well, and I rebuke these little evil midget spirits. <laughs> All I got to say is that I am very excited. I actually really like this person that we got coming on. I do too. I, I mean, he's, look, he's fucking hilarious. Yes, he is. Um, I enjoy him. I mean, I the the more I talk trash about you, the more you know I like you. That's true. Because if we do not like you, we are very stiff. You get no conversation whatsoever. So let's yeah. welcome to the building again, comedian, uh, Mr. Nonprofit Wakanda. And all the Wakanda, other, you know, he took a bunch of kids to go see the Black Panther. Movie. Oh, okay, I thought you was called that nigga Wakanda. Come on now, give us some credit. Let's welcome in Lawrence Killebrew. <laughs> oh, 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 hey, I'm here. What's up? I'm here. Talk to me. Oh, shit. I'm I own one. You, did you have I'm sugar? Here. I'm on the Gossip and Helpers YouTube channel. Hey, people, I don't know who's in here. I want to see the comments. I want to know who's in here. Yeah, we got Granny Wowzers, Janelle's in here, Bridget, Shazy Work Mom, Dr. Tara, all the people in the building. Excuse me. I'm running shit today, all right? (laughs) Hey, hey, Rocky. Hey, hey, now. I, I'm the interviewer right now. Y'all, y'all mind. Don't fuck with the, look, hey, don't start that bullshit. I can find you. Rocky, shut your ass up. You shut your monkey ass up, nigga. Shut your ass. You, up. Want, you just want me to cuss you hey, out. Never, you know hey, what? I am not falling for hey, it. Hey, hey, listen. I'm not doing this shit with y'all, okay? I, <laughs> this is my show today. I am interviewing y'all. This is me. So I'm mind scared. your goddamn business, Rocky, and shut up, finger wave. Listen, this is oh, about your ass. Ass what I see. You know, you know, you got a show coming up, and I'm coming to see hey, you. Rocky. I'm beating you with titties. Face, Shut face, up. face, all in your face. Shut up. <laughs> let me do, let me do my job, okay? Go let ahead, do me. you, boo. Do you. First of all, people, I want to thank you for tuning in today. We are here on the Gossip and Heifers podcast show right now, and we're doing things different today. Today, they asked me. Comedian Lawrence Killebrew, extraordinaire, sexiest man under 5'7", in the building to interview these two beautiful ladies. And that's what I'm going to do. We're going to get down and dirty. We're going to get to the nits and grits. We're going to get to the bolts and everything. We're going to find out about the gossip and heifers tonight. Thank you very much. Are y'all ready? Why am I just me? Why I can't see y'all on the screen? Because I wanted you to do your intro. You needed a solo spot to do your intro since you're taking over shit. For people who don't know, but I'm pretty sure you do, you know who I am. Lawrence Killebrew once again. The sexiest man alive under 5'7". Talk to me. I'm in the building. And I'm here to interview these two beautiful ladies, y'all. First of all, let me just say, y'all do look beautiful today. Rocky, I appreciate the hair. I like the eye shadow, the little, little pink on there. Got the boobies popping up off the sweatshirt. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm glad I've got your yeah. approval. Now, Michelle, you looking good too, girl. I like that hair. I like Thank it. You, looking like a Deacon's wife right now. I love a it. Deacon's like, wife. Looking like a Deacon's wife. Looking like you collected all the funds at the church. Like, listen, just put it right here in the basket, baby. Oh. I like it. I like it. You're looking good. Y'all both hey, look Thank you, stuff. sir. Appreciate yes, it. Yes. I appreciate y'all getting dressed up for me today. I like it. I like it. Oh, so my much. God. Let's get into it, people. We all know who the gospel happens are. But do you really know who the gospel happens are? Because we're going to find out today. First of all, I have a question for y'all. Are y'all both real sisters? That's what I want to know. Are y'all real sisters? Like, from the same mom and the same dad? Like that's Same the- mama, same daddy. Same mama, same daddy. Who's older? Who's older, if you don't mind me asking? Me. I'm older. You're older. You're older right there. So growing up, how was y'all life growing up? Did y'all live together in a household? Because I've always 
found that brothers and sisters who live in a household are better and stronger. So was y'all ever separated or did y'all live in the same household growing up? We were never separated. Never separated. Always with this hoochie. <laughs> Damn. Always with this hoochie. Always. 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 Yeah. Who was the upbringing about? How was it? How was your lives growing up? Was you broke? Was you rich? I like because black people love to have a struggle story. You know what well, I mean? It started off with a struggle. It started with you. Yeah, it started off with me um, living in a semi hood in Memphis, Tennessee. And then four years ago, here come this hoochie. And mm. um, my dad, well, our dad got involved in the music industry. Our mom was already there. And so we had a chance to do the Jeffersons moving on up. Moving on. I've been in Mississippi. I mean, I'm Mississippi. Tennessee, that's what you said? Yeah, yeah Tennessee. Tennessee. It's not a very exciting city. I want to put that out there. It's not a very... <laughs> now, 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 when the it's time not... doing when we were born, it was a much better city. That city went down. Yeah, it did. Because every, every time I go, I can't wait to leave. i tell you that right now. Every time <laughs> I go. Now, now, hold on now. Now, Memphis, Tennessee has a lot of perks. Has a lot of you know down to earth people. I have a lot of good friends. I truly miss. Listen, when I went to Tennessee and I saw a park full of trailer homes, I said it's time for me to go. Oh, a so you're on the wrong side of Tennessee. So you- it was a park full of full of homes. Park. I said I got to go. I got to they go. They got that in almost every state though, boo. I hear you. I hear you, boo. I was in Memphis. So that's where we go. That's that's where you from, and that's where I saw that. So it was in Memphis. Well, see. <laughs> We lived in South Memphis, right over there by Orange Mound, um, Black Folk area. There's no trailer parks over there. Well, I, I ain't seen that part. The part I okay. seen had trailers, so that's why I'm assuming you was from, because that's the only part no, I seen. No, 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 no. All first right. of all, we first were born all, in Memphis, raised in Teenage, New all, Jersey. First of all, what you're not going to do is no, interview. First of all, hey, first of all, first of all, this is my interview, so you can see. Hey, but I'm you interviewing to know about me, so I'm trying exactly. to tell you more about these let me, let me ask my questions. Ask a goddamn going. question. I want my beat your ass when I meet you. I have a question. Did y'all go to the same high schools together, the same schools together? Were you ever separated at any part of y'all growing up? That's what I want to know. Uh, I think the first time we went to school together is when I went to ninth grade. Yeah. And that was in Nashville for a minute. Um, yeah. We never went to school together. Remember, we only went to school together for maybe about a year or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't no year on or stuff of that nature. So she trailed in with the junior high school. Yeah, when they when they pushed the ninth grade to high school. Yeah, so that's what okay. we had with that. So who started fucking first? That's what we want to know. Let's Michelle. Oh, Michelle, you the nasty yeah. one. Oh, Michelle, <laughs> I walked in and caught some stuff. You walk in and catch Michelle getting getting the yams up. Me and my good friend Shanta. And we closed the door real quick. You serious? You walked in oh, on the shit. It wasn't you actual, you know, it was, you know, it, you know, it was a little kid shit, you know, finger pop. Michelle, did that really happen, Michelle? Yes, it did. And why does she <laughs> He asked? <laughs> what the hell? He asked. I answered. Yes, yes, and yes. She walked, okay. she walked in on you getting finger popped. Do you remember the guy's name? Do you remember who? Yes, he was? I do. I, I do too, but we're not gonna say. I, it. I'm still cool with him to this day. We, yeah, we're all he's, still friends. His finger still stink at this point. <laughs> now we now the time no, to we got twice now. We <laughs> we <laughs> clean our twats. <laughs> My mama said that's a closed air. You get to soak that baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just want to know what his finger smell like. That's all I wanted. I no, Lawrence, just wanted to berries. Lawrence, it was it was all good. It was definitely experimental. It wasn't actual sex. It was that bump and grind shit that kids do. Hey, it was like I told you, it was that innocent little, you know. So fingers. I've never, I've never had the experience of having like a a sister. Uh, I grew up uh, with brothers. I never. I have a sister, but I never grew up in the south, same household as a sister. So I'm. I'm curious as to what type of sisterhood do y'all have? Like, where did it come from? Um, how did it grow? You know, what is it? What do you? What are your definitions of sisterhood right now? Because as I see it, I've never seen one without the other. So uh, I'm pretty sure that it's very close. So I want to know how did that come about? Is there ever been arguments? Has it oh, ever been? Has it ever been disagreements? Like how, like, is it long arguments? Because I know for a fact, me and my brother, we've argued and haven't spoke to each other for years. Now, do y'all have that type of relationship? Like where have the bumps and bruises come in and how do y'all ex- ex- 
How do y'all explain the sisterhood that y'all had? Um, first of all, my dad definitely did not tolerate us fighting at all. At all. If you want to piss my dad off, let us fall out. But me and Michelle, when we were younger, you know, me being a, um, being a younger sister, she didn't want to be bothered with me. She didn't want to play Barbies. Michelle was always into technology and bullshit like that. We were just talking about um, when I recorded over one of your tapes when I was a kid. Because Michelle, Michelle's always been a bitch. I love her to death, but she's always been a little, little on the bitch side. So I was vengeful even as a baby. I ain't gonna lie. So I took one of her recording tapes. I was Pinocchio. And I recorded over her Pinocchio and I said, it's just her attitude and did a like that. And she went and told my mom and dad. And of course, they were trying not to laugh at the same time. This is before <laughs> audio books. I used to have a collection of cassettes that would, you know, read certain books to you. And mm -hmm. this heifer, because I didn't want to play with her skank ass, started recording over my audio books via cassette. So that's the kind of little petty shit we do to each other. If mm -hmm. we do bump heads, it's not major. We probably go a day or two without talking to each other. I get you. Mm -hmm. So my so let me ask you this: Has what what was the biggest like argument that y'all had that you can remember? What like what was something that stuck a knife in the in the in the room and it was like, look, she she getting on my fucking nerves. Like what was that <laughs> argument? You know what? <laughs> I think the worst argument me, me and my sister had was during a stressful time, and that was right after our passing of our mother. Our mom, yeah, when she mm -hmm. passed, and I think that was just stress, um, anger. And we didn't talk for about a couple of days. About two, three days. Yeah, and this bitch was in there having heart attacks and, and you know having heart chest pain and shit. <laughs> and, I, and I ain't gonna lie, I've always she she could sit and make a face, but I've always been the bigger person and make us start talking. I I always have to start the conversation. Like you know, what, you know what's funny? I would not have expected that. I would take the Rocky would be the pig headed. Look, big. I said what I said, and I'm not going back on the tight person. I mean, you can say what you said, but you're being proven wrong because Michelle would agree with you. Whenever we do fall out, I'm the one that has to open my mouth to say something for it to start back. See, out. I can be very petty, Lawrence. Uh huh. And when even when it comes to a situation where my, I'm not even talking to my own sister, if I'm pissed and I'm still in that mindset, I don't even want to touch it. I That's just, that water side moon. That bitch petty. <laughs> I would never expect that. I would never see. I would really think that Rocky would be the petty one, and Michelle is the one who's more considerate and understanding the situation. Mm -hmm. I've never. I would, I would. Exactly. I would never expect that. I would really look at Rocky as being the petty one. But this is this is nice. I like this. Has a man, <laughs> has a man ever come between you two? Hell, oh, hell no. Hell okay. No. Has has a man ever have you ever messed with the same person? No, nope. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story that um, a dude Michelle was talking to for some reason. He came over to the house in Memphis. And, you know, my dad was looking kind of crazy, and I was too, cause, and, and I sent his motherfucking ass on his way. Um, Same thing I did with my best friend after five years of her ex coming to my house. I sent his black ass on my, his fucking way. Why? why you know, give, no, I said, you'll get people that will try. They say, okay, well, I'm not with your sister no more. Let me try to holler at the other one. Yeah, we're not doing that. Oh, so it's never been no situation mm -hmm. like y'all. Just I, I need some. I need. I'm gonna get the juice. I'm and I don't. I don't even do that with my friends. Like I said, my best friends do. They have been broken up for years, and this nigga popped at my house. I said, "Hold on one second. I called. <laughs> I said, "Bitch, <laughs> guess who at my door?" <laughs> and I was kind of hollering at a brother. So a brother got on the phone, told the nigga, "Get the fuck out." That's that that's me right there. Oh. I don't do that kind of shit. Oh, that's Friendship and sisterhood, that's something that don't come around the corner. Dick is around the corner every day. I don't get excited over this. Every day. Talk to every everybody. day. So growing up in a household, you always together. I, I, I've seen, I understand that part. Does any part, any time, like after school, you know, when y'all went your separate ways, somebody got their own apartment. Has any of them oh, yeah. when, did, when did that so a point where it was like, you have your life and uh, I have my life. That bitch was still around, though, but um, <laughs> Michelle, when Michelle had her son, you was living way out in yeah, Memphis. Yeah. And I was living maybe four or five blocks from my mom and dad's house. Mm -hmm. But um, before that, we, we actually had a townhouse together right before you got pregnant. Yeah, right before I got pregnant, we did share a townhouse. Got pregnant. 
moved in with my son's father for a minute, and she, you got your own spot. Yeah, I got. I had a badass townhouse. Yeah, you Man, did. I that was that bad shit now. Was nice. Mm-hmm. So Michelle, I heard you have a son. I read that in the information you gave me. Your son's artistic. How old yes. is your How old is your son right now? He's nineteen now. Nineteen. So how our how, son? Let me correct oh. you. Our son. Rocky, you don't. Do you have kids, Rocky? No, I don't. Um, I came close. Uh, explain the fuck. <laughs> um, it's called a miscarriage. Oh, okay. I'm like you act like. <laughs> Like but, but I, I do. I claim my nephew. I've been there since while he was in the womb, oh and, and I never left. I got you. So I know because she was like, "Kinda." I'm like, what the fuck you mean, Kinda? Like, you you so casually. So I still consider, you know, I still consider having a child. It's just my baby's in heaven. I get you. I ain't even mad at that one. Mm-hmm. With son being born was that. How how did she? Who was the she? Was she the first person you told? Who was the first person you told when you got pregnant, Michelle? Of course, his father, because he was with me when I took the test. Okay. Then I called her. And what did she say? I was excited. She was excited, and so then good. I told told my dad. My dad was excited, and I told my mom. My mom was the only one that gave me a look of disgust because in our family, you're married before you have children. Yeah, so my mom was one of those, you know, they all school teachers, they all church goers, so you got to do shit right. But that changed when she found out it was a boy, real quick. Exactly. Uh, who, who, do you mind me asking how old you were when you got pregnant? 34. Oh, you got pregnant late. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just under the wire. Yeah, you know, I think my doctor hexed me because I had just come from a doctor's appointment. I was taking birth control, and my doctor asked me, he said, you know, there's a time frame if you're talking about having kids. And I'm like, well, I ain't thought about this. Shit. I haven't really thought about that as of yet. And then mm-hmm. he switched up my prescription and I ended up getting pregnant. Mm. He did that shit. I would have sued his ass. I, I put, said, you know, it's I funny. I put that nigga on birth control. Yeah, like it's I mean, funny birth control. how you had this conversation with me and then my prescription changed and all of a sudden I come up pregnant. But it was a blessing. It was a blessing. I'm, I don't regret it. I, 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 you can't. You can't now. He's 19. He should be the <laughs> But I mean, it was, I mean, regardless, it was a blessing because Michelle know through the whole pregnancy, anything Michelle needed, auntie had it. She, she had my back. When she was going through labor and my baby was distressed, I was talking to him. His heart rate would go down. So like was I said. You, was you in the back? Was you in the in the room when he was having yeah. the baby? Was the father there too? Yes. Yeah, that bastard was there. Um, I left though after a while. Okay. It was, you know what? Don't be funny. She being funny, Lawrence, because it got to a point where it was a lot of people in the room. I, I was under the fucking, you know, whatever drugs they gave me, and they she were, asked for her family to be to to go just because I was just trying to focus. I was nervous. I was, you know, when you pregnant, you have the shakes. So I mean, that's I mean, my pride too. Well, first of all, Michelle, I don't know. I've never been pregnant, so I have no. Now, idea. Let me tell you something, Lawrence. This, this bitch weirded me out through her pregnancy because she was watching all of this pregnancy shit about giving birth, and I said, "Don't that shit scare you? Make you nervous?" But I mean, for her, it was good because she was prepared because she did start having shakes, and I freaked the fuck out because I wasn't watching it. So how many, fuck my how, many people, how many people did you have in the living room when you was like? It was know? quite a few. People no, it was that. just it was Grandmama, Mama, Joy. Joy, yeah, your best joy at the time came down in me and my son's father. So, so that was more than enough. Well, you have eight people in there looking at your cooter. Really? Well, she didn't give birth then. We was, matter of fact, I'll never forget. Me and her friend Joy went and got some Taco Bell or something. And I was tripping because Michelle's belly, as she was knocked out, looked like alien. It, it, it was moving. You, you could see Kevin moving in, in the belly. I was like, what the fuck? So we were sitting over there while I was passed out. Checking the hell out of her alien belly. But by the time she gave birth, we all left. It was just it was just the father in there. I got you. So we understand you have a beautiful boy. I'm pretty sure he's a wonderful young man. Uh, yes. So let's get into y'all uh, social lives, man. So I, I see Michelle. We understand she was fucking. So uh, <laughs> let's start with Michelle. Um, Michelle, what, what is your love life looking like at this point? Like, is it a relationship? Is it just, you know, you're focusing on you? Like, what does it look like right now? I've sit. I just recently got out of a situation 
Mm. And I'm actually focusing more on myself and my son. Mm. I'm just putting that energy back into me. Okay. And I, I'm good. I'm good with that. So when you say a situation, what kind of situation? What do you situation shit. First you of all, I, I'm not talking to you. Oh, you motherfucker. We ain't gonna do that, goddamn. I'm gonna get to you in a second. Don't you know, he act like he don't know what you're talking about. Hey. He know because he he been no, 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 no. You would like to know. We're trying to be clear here. That's what we're trying to do. Michelle, so what is the situation? Let's be clear about that. What is uh, it was a guy I had been seeing for quite a while, years, and he likes to play games. Okay. So my final straw of him was two and a half weeks ago. And oh, yeah. I, yeah, so it's very recent. But I had a conversation with him trying to get some understanding and he was being the typical Just go asshole. Because you know he wants to know the juice. He used the L word. Yeah. He said, I love you. And Michelle wanted clarity. She wanted she wanted clarity. What do you mean? Are you you love me or are you in love? Because it's two different kind of loves. Right. Definitely is. It's definitely it. And I don't yeah. want that to be used for convenience. So that's when I asked him to explain yourself. I had no problem with you saying it. If it's authentic, don't say it when it's convenient. So it turns out it was convenient. So mm. that's why I'm like, okay, well, I'm good. Yeah, nigga was sick of me to shit. So Michelle, what 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 gets your balls rolling and when it comes to the opposite sex? What what is it that Michelle finds attractive? Like what what would be Michelle's ideal man looks, uh personality? What is it that gets that little cooter drip dripping? <laughs> <laughs> that little cooter? That's a gorilla, but go ahead. I knew you you left yourself wild. You see, you put me out there. I knew she was going to say something. I like a guy with a great sense of humor. Okay. Great conversation. Okay. He likes simple things in life. It's okay to go to a nice little fancy restaurant every once in a while, but I'm really not that kind of chick. I'm really a Netflix and chill kind of girl. I'll cook you a meal at home uh, type of person. Okay. I like road trips, and um, he's got to be considerate. Okay. Consider it and put forth an effort. And when I say put forth an effort, it doesn't take much, but I need to see that you're putting forth an effort and trying to make the situation work. I don't want it to be just a one side situation where I'm doing all the work trying to make things work. Right. It needs to be an effort. I got you. Now, Rocky, how are you doing, young lady? I'm doing beautiful. How about you? Hey, the the other half of the gossip of heavens. Let's 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 pick Rocky's brain real quick. Let's pick it so. Rocky, we haven't really talked too much about your relationships in the past. Have there been any that you have been like very, very into, or is there any relationship that stick out, or is there anybody who's left an imprint on you? Like, what happened over? What is? Because you don't have any children, you just had the one, you know. So, has there anybody that's like Rocky's okay? Like, is there any guys that have been like that? Because you know, Michelle had a baby father, but you. Who was the baby father for the guy who almost had one up, you know, the almost got one um, I was going to say that's the guy that I would say I had maybe the best relationship with. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Terrence by his, his government name. I ain't going to give out his nickname, but um, <clears throat> very thoughtful, very giving, Um, did plans, you know. There was, if Valentine's a birthday, he was going to go the fuck all the way out. Um, I did the same thing for him. Um, situation happened with him, then, you know, didn't work out. Why didn't it work yeah. out? You can't just gloss over that. Why didn't it work out? No, well, because um, he was he came from a good family, but he chose to do stupid shit. And yeah, when you do what, stupid what, shit, what, he what, did. Hey, hey, what were the stupid shit that he did? Um, fraud, <laughs> credit card fraud. No. Uh, yeah, so he, he his in, black ass ended up in jail. He was in these streets. Okay. Yeah, I, he was in the streets. Okay. And had a good job. I didn't understand, you know, but hey. Mm. Okay. You can't change nobody's mind and don't want to be changed. So um, after jail, it was just best for us to go our separate ways. So did the did, did the miscarriage have any effect on your relationship or what, did it get stronger after that? Or when was that point of your relationship? Was it after he got out of jail, before he got out of jail? It was or? before he went to. It was before. Okay. Did that have any, did your relationship get stronger after that or... I mean, I felt, to be honest with you, at that time before jail, we had a strong relationship regardless. I get you. And it didn't, it didn't, it didn't hurt the relationship. He stayed with me for a week to make sure I was good. 
Okay. So it was after he went to jail, shit went to shit. I think it kind of okay. switched him up. I, it, it did switch him up. It made him a different person. Yeah. So was he excited when you told him about it? Like, oh, like when you told Not him? Not really. Lawrence? Not really. He wasn't at the first. At first, he wasn't because he had a, he has a child already, beautiful mm. little girl, mm-hmm. and it was almost like deja vu for him. How it I happened? I got you. But so, after that, after that, he he was cool about it. Okay, so what's Rocky's type? What is Rocky interested in? What what gets Rocky's cooter dripping? <laughs> Conversation. Do not bore me. I love a motherfucker that can make me laugh. I like a witty man. Yes, mm. I love a man that's witty. I like a man that's considerate and thoughtful. Uh, I am a hopeless romantic. Oh, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that. I would take you to. I know be, you would. Know, a lot of people don't don't get that from me. I am a hopeless romantic. So you, That's you why. Into, so you went to the the roses on the bed and and the and the candles and the music playing and all that. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, a, a, look, a romantic date for me would be like a man setting up. A, like you know how they set those little teepees up, like a like the, an outdoor picnic. Yeah, outdoor picnic shit. with the yeah, yeah, you know, stuff like that. that kind of shit. Like, and to me, that's like, damn, he put some thought into that. So I'm gonna be. Boom, boom, boom. Cooter gonna be boom, boom, boom. Why are you shaking your head? So I, you know, I like I, I'm I'm much like Michelle because I think me and Michelle have been exposed to money and and um shit that don't really matter, you know, purses and so those things don't move me. They really don't move me. But um, look on his face. I, I know he's because he, everybody we think is something totally different from me. So he's hey, getting, I, you know what? This is is very. This is very enlightening because I would think you the type to just like fuck the Fast and Furious and eat a turkey. <laughs> no, I, I am a hopeless, I'm a hopeless romantic. So like for real, like literally, like you could just be fucking to Fast and Furious on TV and get a bowl of cereal and call it a night. Like I didn't. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, now Michelle tell you I'm one of them. I throws down in the kitchen. I made sure my dad had an awesome meal tonight. I get you. I was getting to that. I, just yeah. let me do this, okay? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm sorry I'm moving too fast. Exactly. But, 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 but I do like dark-skinned men. But my biggest thing is um, I have dated men that are not really my type because I had the conversation. The conversation was just awesome. That's what I'm talking about. So, look, for the people who are just tuning in, this is a little commercial break. We're here on the Gossip and Heifers podcast. Today we're doing something different. I'm your interviewer. Today, usually they do the interviewing, but we switched it up a little bit and had me interview these two so we can get an inside look to who the gossip and heifers are. Right now, we're in the midst of it, so I'm just letting people know who just tuned in what's going on right now. I am the interviewer. Y'all know who I am, Lawrence Killebrew, the sexiest comedian under 5'7". Talk to me. Let's get it in. Back to this. So now, what else do you want to know, Mr. Lawrence? Yeah, we're getting into it. So we're let's let's get into the actual podcast of the gossip and heifers. I see that it started in 2007. Am I correct? Yep. That's a long time. Y'all been at this for a minute. Y'all been at this for a minute. So who idea was it to start this podcast? And who idea was it to start it together? You know what I'm saying? Like where where did it come from? What what made you decide to do this? Like this explain to us the background of this actual podcast. Okay, I was uh, <clears throat> listening to a lot of podcasts at the time. At the time, Fat Man Scoop had a podcast with his wife called um, Man and Wife. And mm-hmm. Scoop and I were friends, and I was always intrigued by his podcast. I thought it was hilarious. It gives you a little bit of everything. And I was like, you know what? I should start my own podcast. So Rocky had no interest in the podcast, being part of it, nothing. So I ended up getting a male friend of mine to try to co-host with terrible, no chemistry. It was just horrible. And he didn't know when to shut up. I begged this heifer because I know Rocky's a natural conversationist from her being a hairstylist. We have natural chemistry. And we have good chemistry because, of course, we're sisters. So, excuse me, I begged her to do it. And I had it was named differently. It was named after my company, which was Protégé. And I said, oh, this is corny. I said, nobody knows who Protégé is. It doesn't really ring a bell. It's not memorable. I asked her after a couple of cocktails, what should we call the podcast? The ancestors spoke to me because I was drinking rum. <laughs> and, and, yeah, so I said gossip and heifers. Yes. <clears throat> it came out of her mouth just like that, and I said, I love it. So we rolled with the name, and we've been encouraged 
to change the name early when we started our show. Uh, Rushon McDonald, matter of fact, was the main one who was very objective to our show name. But we kept it because it's memorable. It makes you laugh when you hear about it. People <clears throat> ask, well, what kind of person would call themselves heifers? We consider it a term of endearment. That's an mm -hmm. old school name. My dad's called us heifers. Right. I love it. I love that word, heifer. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I call people heifer. I mean, I love it. I love that word. Like it, it rolls off the tongue. You say heifer. There you go. You stank heifer. I like it. I love it. I love it to death. But it was a learning process because I had to do a lot of research. I mean, you know, people who were doing podcasts that I was cool with would give me some insight, but at the same time, you'd have to get hands-on experience. So I had to learn video production because we started off as a video podcast. Then I had to learn audio production. And this is all via YouTube University that I had mm -hmm. to learn how to put all this and stuff together. You did a damn good job. So with my YouTube skills, um, we started doing a video show every week. Then we took a hiatus mm -hmm. for about was it a year or two. No, it was more than a year or two because the only reason we came back, we was doing the podcast and we did take a hiatus. It was about maybe three or four years mm -hmm. that we took a hiatus. And my dad's homie had a radio, local radio station and wanted us on there. And that's when we started back. Because we was on radio before we took a, um, a hiatus. Two, no, two, we was on two different radio we stations. We was on more than two. Yeah, well... We ain't gonna talk about that other one. I cussed his ass out. <laughs> and um, so anyway, we was on an AM station, and then when he went and got his own station, we were on that station and we continued to go ahead and rebuild. Now, I think that's the only thing that really hurt the podcast was that long hiatus. The hiatus that we took. Because we had a strong following. We had people like Lil Wayne, Erica Badu, and I had a lot of you know big names following us, sharing our content and commenting. We actually pissed off P. Diddy, so... Yeah, no, I pissed off P. Diddy. That was a, an accomplishment, yes, from one of the uh, commentary stories we did, and Rocky was the main one going yeah, in. Yeah, my so. friend was like, you know, you were wrong for that. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> so, so, starting the podcast, what, what I would like to know what each one brings to the podcast. What is your specialty? What do y'all think <laughs> that Rocky brings and Michelle brings to make the podcast such... You know what it is today, like Rocky. What do you think you bring? That's your particular skill that you bring to the podcast. Uh, my quick wit, talking shit, talking shit. Um, <laughs> I easily come up with shit out of my ass, just out of nowhere. I do it with Michelle when I'm checking her, and she's like, "How the fuck did you think of that?" And she be laughing. Yo. Look, there's been many a times I told Michelle, "Look, I don't want to do this no more." And my sister, my dad, be like, "Bitch." You 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 got the jokes. You come up with the quick wit. You gotta stay. <sighs> okay. So Michelle, what do you bring? What what do you think is your skill that you bring to the podcast? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, when I said <laughs> I that was mean. not an insult. I know what I'm laughing because <laughs> if it was left to me, this would be a fucking train wreck. Because Michelle does all the technical stuff. All the commercials, all the artwork, all the booking of the guests, the bookings of the guests, for which I told her stop. I don't want to see these niggas no more. I don't want no more fucking guests. Um, Michelle comes up. We both, you know, if I hear about a story I like, I'll give it to Michelle. But she puts everything together. Okay, so she's so the structure. I want. She's the structure of the podcast. I got you. So y'all don't look. Y'all don't want to do more interviews for people, like of other people. What is it? Y'all just want to do you this way. We've been doing it so long, and you know, once you build yourself a platform, you find yourself exposed to a lot of opportunists. And they'll befriend you, they'll, you know, do all this stuff until they get on your platform. And then once they get on, they pl on your platform, they act a plum fool. We've had that experience a few times with a few guests that we've booked. And our chemistry, and Rocky's been telling me this for years. To stop booking, you know, every once in a while to have a guest fine. That's one thing. But every single show, unnecessary. It and is. It's unnecessary. It is. It is. And, you know, I find men will get on a female, a woman's platform and start bashing women. Now, Lawrence, you ain't never did that. Steve's never done that. Mookie's never done that. Hey, bro, hold on. Stop up. We will not mention that man's name on my. Well, I'm <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. 
Mookie? No, 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 Rocky. Listen, this is my I'm, I, this is my shit right now. Don't mention that man's name. Okay, I'm so sorry that I mentioned his name. But certain people I will not mind having back on because they've shown respect. You don't get on my platform and start talking about women and women of a certain age. That's what we're not going to fucking do. Okay, so let me ask you this, though. Um, I I get exactly what you're saying. But so you put it to you like this. How do you... So basically, you want to control... The conversation because I always have a thing. No, about- I, want, I want to control my my shit. Listen, listen to what I'm saying though. Because I've have a thing about when people interview somebody, you have to be objective to what they're saying. You're like they, I understand that you might not agree with what they're saying, but you have to be objective to let them get their point across and let them say what they want. And you can disagree with it, but you can't say it's wrong because that's their perspective on something. I'm raising so you my can't, head. You can't take it personal because you're interviewing somebody asking their perspective on something. So how can you take that personal? We never did. Well, we never asked for that perspective for one. And when I listen to this, these certain people on another podcast with a man, they're not over talking them. Oh. They're not bashing and talking shit about women. You mean the same way you over talk everybody. That's what you're saying. That's I over talk motherfuckers again on my nerves. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm just asking. I want to shit the fuck up. And I started doing that with uh, with with one and shit. We've had interviews with some women I didn't like either. Okay, but you you do talk over people. I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) Yeah, when when I start hearing bullshit, then I'm I'm gonna start talking. You're contradicting yourself. You you talk. You're saying you don't want somebody talking over you, but you talk over them. That's that's not right. Well, if I if I'm on your show, Lawrence, if you interviewed me on your platform for real, for real, Mm -hmm. and you want to ask me questions, I'm not gonna control the whole show. I'm not going to try to take over the whole show. And that's what I mean when I say talk over. We've had men, and there's only been men, try to take control of the whole show. This is not your platform, homie. And I would never come to your house and think I can just put my feet up and take over your home. Talk to me. Say it. So speak your so I may I may have reword I may have worded myself wrong, but that's what we've had happen with some men. Now we've had some women that had bad attitudes that I wasn't dealing with either. Fuck them bitches. That part. And that's what Michelle said. I've got to start making sure that their personalities match mine. Right. Because I've had book guests and I really didn't check the personality because. It's an acquired taste to have a conversation with Rocky. Because mm-hmm. like I said, you know, Rocky's going to not beat around the bush. She's going to let you know how she feels 24-7. And I booked some guests that basically took her there. And um, she's told me, don't you ever have the motherfuckers back on the show ever again? It's been three people I've told Michelle, I do not want them back on that platform. And I said, if you want to interview them, that's fine. I won't be there. I guess. So over the years, what do you what, what would you say were your highlights of the gossip and heifers? Like, what would you say from? I'll, I'll do one at a time. Michelle, you first. What did you think was the number one highlight of the gossip and heifers? Like an interview or a moment when you was like, "Yo, this was really dope and this was really good for the podcast." Man, I can't narrow it down to one because we've been so blessed to talk to so many people. Um, Monique, we had a chance to interview Monique. We interviewed. Johnny Gill is your favorite. Kevin Hart, when he came out with his first comedy special. Before he got too big. Um, it was just something I was determined to have certain individuals on our show. And the thing about it is when people tell you, well, you ain't going to never get them on your show. Watch, get them. watch me get them on our show, even if I have to have them every day. So Monique, Kevin Hart, Dion Cole. Mm. I, yeah, I, I don't want you to get too more. Yeah, you know, I felt him up. And we've also met great comedians like yourself and your counterparts. I ain't gonna mention no names. Can't <laughs> mention those names. Cute. Let's just say Cuto. <laughs> Mookie. Mookie's another one. Yeah, we met Mookie. Love Mookie. Um, it's just a blessing just to talk to so many different individuals. But the problem is, I was focusing on comedians only. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mental. Well, there's like I said, I love you, Lawrence, and there's some other brothers and sisters in this comedy game killing it. There's no problem. But at the same time, that's my own fault because I love comedy so much, I was just focusing on comedians at one point. My thing is what I told Michelle, we need to sell us. Hey, hey, Rocky. 
I wasn't, I wasn't, she wasn't done. Not, not she wasn't done, but I'm telling you what I told her and why she's, <laughs> you don't, you don't, why she's done the change. Listen, I'm why gonna, you gotta be so rude, Lawrence? I'm not being rude. You know you're you gonna see rude. me soon, right? I wanted, I was getting to you. I was letting her finish, let her finish, and then I was gonna ask you the same question. So go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead. Why you was interrupted. Go ahead. <laughs> but but yeah, so we're now focused on us. But like I said, I don't regret any of the interviews, even the bad ones. I, I think the experience alone was enough to give me a learning curve on how to do things a little differently in the future. Gotcha. So Rocky, what, what do you think was one of your highlights of the Gospel Heifers podcast? What do you say and sit back and say, you know what? We did that. Um, besides the feeding of the homeless lunches every Wednesday, I really enjoy doing that. Yes. I definitely love giving back to our community. Um, we also had a first live podcast you forgot about. That's true. That was awesome. Yes. And it was fun. And it was, um, it, yo, that shit was, it was awesome. That's all I can what say. Y'all, what did y'all do with us? What did y'all do you remember that? We uh, had a local comedy club called the Joke, uh, Joke Joint, and mm-hmm. the owner loved our podcast, and he was like, man, y'all should come and do a live show. We got another venue asking us to do a live show, and I'm like, really? I don't feel that we would be good sh- uh, a good show. I feel that we would be good hosts. And we've done a lot of hosting. We've done a lot of comedy show hosts. And so, I enjoyed that, except for when a nigga tried to fuck us over money, and I said, well, I quit. I'm not doing this. But um, we've had a lot of good moments um, when we did the parade, um, you yeah. know, the local parade. So, and we did the MLK parade. But I, I'm gonna say the 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 show we did the first time at that at that comedy club and feeding the homeless, and we did that through um, Hawatha. She had something that she would do every Wednesday. It was called a movie and lunch or something. Yeah, for the homeless every Wednesday. So, and that that brought me joy. <clears throat> Yeah, um, I'm, I, I can kick myself because there was a man there that he couldn't speak, but wrote me a long letter thanking us. A uh, homeless dude minus, wrote you a letter. Uh, what? Here he go. Hold a on. homeless dude wrote you a letter. Yeah, he wrote a letter. He wanted to thank us for <laughs> the kindness. I'm, 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 let me stop you there because see, <laughs> I'm a stop. I'm, I'm a. A lot of times when people do no, listen, 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 Linda, listen. And he finna be shocked again because I one thing I don't like is that people treat homeless people as if they got cooties or no 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 I I have heard people actually say this I'm not saying you think this way but I was out there giving them food and talking to them as they're treated them as fucking humans as yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. And that man was thankful for not being treated a certain way because I treated him and saw him as a human being. Not only did we feed them, I treated him like a human being. I gave him the respect that he was earned. He he, he was supposed to have. I, I was just wondering where a homeless person had like pen and paper. Like that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, do. I do not know where he got the pen and paper. I just know he wrote a letter. That's what I was, was saying. Like I'm like, he was grateful and grateful <sighs> for the kindness and the good meal. Cause I made some homemade mac and cheese and took out the Anna German chocolate cake. Sure did. That's cool. I that's I was when you said it. I'm like, that's like a homeless nigga with a dog. Like, why? Why do you have a dog? Like, like you know what? I'm, I I cannot <laughs> talk companionship. Hey, you know, whatever. I'm I'm just curious to ask. So um, so I see what some of your highlights were. What is some of your um, disappointed moments? Like, what what was a moment where you felt like I'm a person who lives without regret? Honestly, like I never regret anything that I've done in my life. But was there ever a moment where you was like, you know what? If we would have pivoted this way, we could have been here, or we shouldn't have done this, or we shouldn't have done that, because we could have been ourselves in a better position. Was there any points in the Gossip of Heifer's, you know, longevity? Did you ever see a point where y'all was like, you know what? We shouldn't have done that. Can I speak? Because go, go, go right Michelle know what I feel. She ought to know what I feel. Uh, uh, yeah, I the know. bitch don't listen to me. <laughs> okay, let's just say that Michelle does not listen to me. My sister is just like my mom. When she gets our mom, excuse me, gets something in her head, she's gonna keep focusing on that, and it's gonna take a long time to deter Michelle to change her mind. So, if certain things I see or say, 
and it just goes under for a minute. And but then the moment she tries it, we get like a big fucking like, oh, I like that. I like when y'all do that. Mm-hmm. I like this better. And I'd be like, bitch, when you gonna listen to me? And of course she talks, say, say something crazy to me as usual. But you know, I still love her. I, I, I hate it when Rocky's right because you know, she she's like, how can I describe She's always it? like, bitch, you got a crystal ball or some shit. Yeah, she's got like a tarot card reading or something in her closet because she always calls things out and it takes me a little bit long because I'm so, I am stubborn. I am stubborn in my ways. So mm-hmm. with her, she's like, Michelle, I've been telling you this and been telling you this. You ain't listening. And when I finally listen, the shit work out. So, but you know, spiritual said, I see things before they happen. Michelle sees things as it's happening. So I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So outside of the podcast, what is some of your interests? I do know Rocky. She's a hairstylist. Did you do your own hair today? Did you do it today? Yeah, I just slipped this shit with some loose and little waves right there. Looks thank good you, on. Thank you, looks thank you, Lawrence. I haven't seen that hairstyle in a long time. You definitely bring it back. No, well, I'm not bringing it back. This is called lazy because it's only these are called ocean waves on one side. Yeah, yeah, I, haven't, seen, I haven't seen finger waves in a while, but you oh. wearing it. You they, wearing they, it? Well, you know they they gorgeous, baby. The finger waves. You, the shit. you you wearing it? That's what I'm talking about. That's you all that matters. Got the, the little part on the side, killing it. God damn it! Talk to me. I love it. So outside of the podcast, uh, Rocky, what are some of your interests? What are some things that you do outside? I mean, you know your hairstylist. We hear that you cook wonderfully, you know, which I haven't tasted, but we're pretty sure that it's good. Uh, so what are, what, are, what are some of your interests? I enjoy um, nature. I enjoy doing my garden. So you, oh, okay. Not like hiking and shit like that. Like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> but now if I have the, the chance to do a, a light hike, a light hike. I like um, sit by a waterfall and chill. Yeah, but I, I love nature. Um, I love growing shit. I love making remedies from you know from my babies <laughs> or my uh, herbs that I, I make. You like, you like what? What you like? Growing shit. <laughs> yeah, growing shit. <laughs> you know, I had to put a little, little put a little thug passion on that. I like growing shit. <laughs> You know, I love I love growing my basil. I make us an awesome basil tea. That's very healthy for you. Yes, it's good for the libido. It's good for high blood pressure. It's also good for people that go went through um pre-cancer. So, you know, I like knowing all of these things and I grow it and I cook with it. So how long have you been doing here, Rocky? How long? Ooh, I'm finna tell my age, but um bootlegging since 91 after I graduated. I became licensed by 93. Mm. So you've been doing hair all this time. Yeah, I've been doing hair all this time, and I've been doing hair um, starting in Memphis, Tennessee. Then I got my license in Mississippi, and now i am got my license in Texas. Have you, ever had a, have you ever had a salon, or has it just always been, like, out, you know, in the home? I've had a salon. I still, you know, I got a, I got a salon in my home that I do, but... I want to do my own salon, and that's my goal right now, to focus on doing a salon. Uh, you mean getting a salon, not doing a salon. Getting a salon, sir. Excuse me, okay? <laughs> Excuse my Negro English. Yeah, you can't do it. You can get one. Um, no, I can do it, oh. and I will get one. I okay. can do both. Do it and get it. So who, who's so we understand you cook. What are some of your... What are, what are some of your like expertise when it comes to cooking? What is it that you get down in the kitchen with? Well, Daddy love my greens, hot okay. water cornbread. Okay. I be, um, do a mean meatloaf. I follow Ooh. my mother's cookbook and everything out of her recipe. I make some good homemade chicken um, soup. Mm. Um, I've also your mom, made- your mom has a cookbook. She wrote her own cookbook. Yes, she made a cookbook. We had a family reunion a couple of years back, and my mom, being the woman that she is. She combined everybody's recipes from great grandmother to theirs and grandmamas and even ours and put it in a cookbook. So that's good. My dad is so used to my mom's uh, cooking. Ugh. And as I tell Michelle, you got to cook from the cookbook because that's what daddy like. But he does like my curry chickens. I made him some curry chicken and some rice today with um, asparagus tips. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, and macaroons. I oh, make a mean ass apple pie oh, and peach cobbler pie. Hold on, Michelle. I was getting to that. Okay. Don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me, okay? I got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm setting shit up, okay? 
Rock, as I yes. was saying, I also heard that you can get down as a baker too. Yes, down in there. So, what? what a, what's tell us about these macaroons? Let's talk. Let's talk about. It. I, I saw that you a couple of maybe a month or so back. You was doing a little display. You had a lot of tasters, and you were selling them. Tell us yeah. about the macaroons, man. I know what I'm doing, Michelle. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I, I, you know what? To be honest with you, nobody in the family knew how to do macaroons. I was watching, as usual, and I'm sure Michelle's bored. I like to watch baking shows on Netflix. Okay. And they have this guy, forget his name, but he's a famous French baker. And I said, God damn, macaroons are so fucking cute. So I watched it, and I tested it on Michelle's birthday party. Mm -hmm. I made her some um, purple macaroons that were um, lavender. lavender flavor. It was a Prince theme. A Prince theme. I mean, she had a Prince theme birthday party. Everybody loved them. So I kept doing, but I also do cakes. I've done a lot of cakes. I made Michelle a Wonder Woman cake. I made my own birthday cake. I, everything I do is from scratch. I make my frosting. I make my own, you know, if I put a jelly in there, I made that shit from, a curd. I make that shit from scratch. So, so do you, you do the decorations yourself too? Yes. Okay, that's good. That's good. So you I, cook, So you I bake. made my, I'm sorry. Go no, no I was going to say, I think my nephew's favorite um, cake I made, I made him a pizza cake. Yeah, yeah, he loved that. Like, yeah, it, it looked it, like it, pepperoni pizza. Oh, so it was the actual cake, it just looked like like a pizza. That's yeah. What, I, I would love to see that. So you you baking, you cooking, you're doing hair. You got a lot of talents. A lot of Thank talents. you. That's good. Michelle, so outside of the podcast, what are some of your talents? What are some things that you do outside of the whole Gossip of Heifers? universe i used to write poetry uh i've actually had four pieces published in the library of congress that was years ago okay poetry was one of my things spoken word was a thing i used to love spoken word events um i definitely enjoy writing though when writing? i'm writing obviously writing my bad excuse me writing you know what? I thought she said that too, but I wasn't going to interrupt. You know what? Her. Both of y'all's minds in the gutter. <laughs> writing. Okay? Writing. Uh, when it comes to writing, it's just, you know, random thoughts on, you know, my opinion on random stuff. <clears throat> also, I um I cook too. I'm not a baker like Rocky, but I do smoke a mean salmon and some wings. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's a monster on the grill. Yeah, grill is my special. And I won't cook no burgers if it ain't on the grill. I'm sorry. Fuck that. If it ain't on the grill, it ain't good. It ain't good. I, I feel that. See, I got a lot of with this. So let me... How long is it? How long is it? Oh, we good. I mean, like, whenever you ready to wrap it up, you know, we, we already was the hour in. You know, I'm kind of just because he never asked him about my first experience. He asked you. Because, Rocky, I, I, I'm just assuming that you didn't remember. Like, it was so many. <laughs> Clearest day. I remember the brother's whole name. Saying, I figured you had. And I remember we both were virgins. I get you. And he was very much in love with me. How did you know he was a virgin? Conversation and um, uh, it, you know. So let me ask when you. it happened. So, <laughs> let, let me. Because it was like. It was like he was so oh, turned down. He was more turned down than me when he first got. Hold on, Rock. Let me set this up for people who don't know. Once again, I'm the interview. We're switching things up today. I'm Lawrence Killebrew, comedian Lawrence Killebrew, the sexiest comedian under 5'7". I'm here interviewing the Gossip and Heifers. This is their podcast. I just switched up a little bit to give you all some insight to who these two beautiful young ladies are right now. And earlier in the beginning of the interview, I asked Michelle about her first experience with a man. I never asked Rocky. So right now she's telling me the reason I didn't ask her because honestly, I didn't think she will remember. I just thought that she had so many partners that you know what, that one might not have stuck out. I'm just praying. Pull that nigga back up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right why now, I don't know why you would think I was a hoe. I, I, I never said that. You said no, that. No, no, yes, you did. So many partners. I didn't use the word hoe. I didn't use yeah, it. Yeah, well, you might as well just use the word hoe. <laughs> Look, I, I, I am not a sexual deviant. I, I am not easy to get in the bed like that. I have to have feelings. I can't just say, oh, you're cute. You're funny. Let's fuck. I that is you. not me at all. It has to be a vibe there, some energy to make me want to go there with you. So your first experience was His both name was Calvin. 
Okay. And if both of you were is we were both virgins, we were in our late teens. And okay. after I did that, I did not try for about three years after. And you saying he, and you're saying he was sprung? That's what you're saying? Oh yes, he was sprung. And I had to break up with him because it I just wasn't, you know. Dang, had that snapper. That's what you're saying. <laughs> had that snapper. <laughs> I mean, I even had a, the boyfriend I had before him. I remember telling this guy because he was so hard up. I'm trying to get me oh, in bed, oh. and I actually gave this nigga permission to go bang other women because I wasn't gonna have sex with him. I get you. I get you. So this this sounds y'all sound very too interesting, young lady. So let me ask you because I, I gotta eat in a, in a minute. But I, yes, sir. I do, and I oh, get one more thing, killer bro. I think my first love that I was telling you about was probably about five seven. Hey, I told you. He was Say. he was he was he was definitely shorter than me. Hey, and he man. had a thing for tall chicks. Hey, hey now, watch out. <laughs> watch yourself now. Don't 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 do it. Don't make me, don't make me have to climb up there. You know what I mean? I climb up there. That nigga don't said don't make me. me climb up there. I climb up there now. But anyway, I want to know. From each of you individually, where do you see the podcast going? Where do you want it to be? What what are your what are your visions for the podcast in let's say the next five years? What would you like? What would be the ideal situation for both of you to individually? I don't want you to answer together. I want you to answer individually as to where Rocky wants it to be, where Michelle wants it to be. In five years, what do y'all? What are your plans? You go first. I would actually like to be on a network of some sort, mm-hmm. um, whether it be a black net. It doesn't have to be uh, on TV, TV. But if we got with a streaming network, I'd be grateful. Now we've been with streaming networks before, but they were smaller. <laughs> nigga Brands. network, nigga. Something like TV One um, of that nature. Tyler uh, Perry. Tyler Perry. That's where I would like to see is or that the podcast has evolved into other projects because I don't think we're going to be doing this forever. I really don't because she's got her own interests. I've got my own interests. And we've been doing it so long. It gets to a point like, okay, what's next? And that's the level I like to see it on within that five year period. Okay. Rocky, how about yourself? Um, I pray that Michelle gets picked up singly by herself. I'm being dead serious. I want Michelle to, um, this is more of her passion. Um, I'm not that much of a people person. Um, I get overwhelmed. You think? (laughs) You think? I I, I mentally and physically get overwhelmed with too many people around me because I am an empath. We both are. We both are. Mm -hmm. But I think my empath is a little bit more sensitive. But, um, I look for Michelle because I, I would love to have my own salon and where I can have somebody else running it while I make all the goddamn money like white folks do. You go work, I'm going to go chill. Um, but I do, I, I want, I see if, if we don't get picked up by somebody major where there's like major money, you ain't going to see my black ass. Yeah, I may end up doing a separate project altogether. I get you. I get you. That, that's mm-hmm. I want to leave my thoughts. Um, like I said, I met y'all, I'm not sure when, uh, maybe a year ago, maybe about a year ago, maybe a year ago. And since then, like I said, I have seen you interview, um, a number of people, um, a number of, uh, quality individuals. And I will say that I, um, I'm, I'm proud of y'all uh, to see, I, I love to see people's progression going from one point to the next point. And I can say y'all have not, uh, fell off at any point. Uh, what I do love is the professionalism from you two. Uh, definitely, when it comes to presenting your product, I'm, I'm big on presentation. And like I said, from the flyers that you put out, from how you present your uh, your um, your podcast to the public, is dope. And uh, I want to say y'all doing y'all shit. Y'all really doing really good. I, I always give people credit when it's supposed to be given to them. I pride myself on that, regardless if I like them or not, because I don't even fucking like Rocky. But <laughs> no, you know what? I know you don't. You love me. I will say, secret, you know what? He's secretly in love with my big titty tall ass, listen, and he wants to climb these rocky mountains. I mean, it's okay. It's a, Lawrence. It's listen, okay. I won't tell your woman. It's our secret. Okay. Listen, 
like I God said, bless you. I, I'm really happy for y'all too. And if anything that I can do to help y'all get to any point that y'all need, y'all know y'all always got me. So people that's on here right now, please make sure y'all keep supporting the Gossip and Heifers podcast. It's a dope podcast, two dope women, uh, really. And that's like, I'm a genuine person. When I say what I say, I mean it. And uh, I wish y'all all the best, man. Thank y'all for allowing me to interview y'all today. Thank uh, really you, Lawrence. We really appreciate yeah, I it. I secretly love you, Lawrence. So don't take anything I, my shit talking to heart. Because well, I, I, I do take nothing. I don't take nothing personal. I never take anything <laughs> But I still want my sweatsuit, okay? Okay, you can get the sweatsuit. You, you can get it. Anytime you want the sweatsuit, you can get it. I don't know if I have uh, top-heavy sweatshirts. But, you know, <laughs> I don't see that. you take your time out your busy schedule go get your dinner while it's hot and of Definitely. course we're gonna let everybody know about the audio version that will be available later this week mm, definitely like that so do am i do i leave now or do, i got that? you you just say okay. your goodbyes and you out okay. people man hey i said i love y'all to death please keep supporting them man and hey man i had a wonderful time with y'all see y'all next time peace <laughs> thank you lawrence bye lawrence that was Lawrence Killerbrew, everybody. Y'all know him. We we love Lawrence, and I appreciate him taking time out of his schedule because he's always doing something. Yeah, you know, the hardest conversation. I didn't get because Lawrence is another person that when I when, when you talk about production presentation, your Lawrence is off. The Lawrence is chain. off the fucking this chain. This got wardrobes, candles, Killerbrew kicks. He's covering books, covering books, nonprofit organization. So I'm no. waiting on the Killerbrew thong to come out. I won't be. Pr- I don't like nothing in my ass. So <laughs> that won't make it over here. I don't. So it was a very unique experience because, like you know, we're always talking to other individuals. But I figured, you know, some interaction from other people asking about us. I thought that was fun. So you know, we gotta let Mookie do it one day. Mookie, we gotta let Mookie, Mookie. do this because I love me some Mookie. I love me some Mookie. I love and, gummy bear nipples. And I need Mookie to go live a little bit more often because a lot of people. Let me tell you something. This is why y'all don't see me on live. Because a lot of people that I really fuck with and like to go live don't go live like I don't. And see, that's that's mainly what happens because as we've dwindled off of Instagram as far as, you know, being on it so much and being in everybody's live, it's certain lives you have to go to. I mean, Tyra's got a good live. Yes. Mookie's got well, a she good and Tyra live. always interviewing folks, so you can't pop in on her live. <laughs> you know, that same thing with spiritual. She's either talking about some spiritual shit or interview. You just can't pop in on her, but now you're like, Mookie. But I enjoy watching them when yes, I can. Yes, I do, I do, I do. So even if I can't interact, I enjoy watching them. So Mookie goes live, I think, on Sundays. You gotta remember, Mookie got several jobs. Doing comedian, teacher. He's got. He's also with this popsicle company. Popsicle. Just so what a gummy bears a water burger. But I feel a water burger coming. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did do good, Mama Miss. He did. He did I? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was funny because I could but, tell by his facial expressions. But, but you know what? That's funny about it, though. I'm glad Lawrence had this chance because. A lot of people have this vision of me. This misconception. This misconception for which I'm okay for y'all to be wrong as a motherfucker. I'm good. (laughs) And he was just like, I didn't, I wouldn't think that. And that's why I would tell people, oh, when when I get guys talking shit, Uh I'm like, the guy I talk to would be laughing at y'all because your perception is definitely not his. Well, it's wrong. Right. Period. It's wrong. And that's the difference of knowing people in real life and on Instagram. And on Instagram. But like I said, we had the blessing to meet Lawrence the oddest way in the world we met him. But we met him. And it's a, uh, we've been kicking it with Lawrence ever since. Yeah, so ever y'all since guys, he threatened me with his penis, yes. Go check out his website and make sure you guys check out his merch. He's got candles. He's got coloring books. He's got everything. And he's got a nonprofit that he helps um, kids that have good grades. They get to go to a great event. I think uh last one he did was he took the kids to go see Black Panther. Yeah. And I think he's got another one coming up, but I'm not sure what exactly event they're going to be hosting. He needed to be taking to go see the Little Mermaid. Take all these little black girls to go see the Black Mermaid, for which they come from the Caribbean. That's where mermaids come from. But anyway. But next week, we are back on point. So you guys stay tuned for the audio version. Thanks again to 
comedian Lawrence Killerbrew and everybody up in the audience. If you're watching on Facebook, make sure you fan our page and follow us and subscribe here on YouTube. So you good, Heffa? You ain't got nothing? I am good. I will holler. Peace. God bless. Deuces.